This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to Grief Relief. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we have got a great show on coping with the death of a parent today, and you know the person who's going to be our guest, right? I do. He is such a nice guy. I actually didn't know he was going to be on until a couple hours ago, and I go, wait a minute, I've met him before. So yes, um, his name is Galen Gobin, and I actually met him at the Association for Death Educators and Counselors. And we were serving on a committee together, and Galen today is co-chair of the membership committee. He is also a certified thanatologist and is one of the grief support coordinators for Forest Lawn in Southern California. He is responsible for, for providing grief education and services to the community and to the grieving families served by Forest Lawn. And Galen is also an ordained disciple of Christ minister. Welcome to the show, Galen. Thanks, Heidi. Good to be here, Gloria. Good to, good to be with you all today. Thanks. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And I was so surprised when Heidi said she uh, knew you because I had set up the show. And before Heidi came on, you were uh, said that there was a special uh, quote and comment that Heidi makes that you tell everybody and you attribute it to her. So let Heidi hear what that is. Yeah, I do. Um, I was in a workshop, that, Heidi, that you did uh, with um, Howard Winokur and a couple other folks. I don't remember the other ones now on, on self-care for professionals. Yes. And, and, uh-huh. and you said in there, it, I, I believe it's okay to cry with my clients as long as I don't cry more than them. Because when I cry more than them, then I'm working on my own stuff. <laughs> and I think, that is, I think that is brilliant. And I also think that, uh, um, you know, more of us need to kind of rest in that, in that place, you know. And it's okay to be with our clients in that manner to show the human side uh, of us and, and to connect with them that way. It's... Um, it's a brilliant piece, and whenever I use that with self-care and talking to other groups and, and all, I, uh, I, I give you full credit for that. Galen, <laughs> thank you so much. You know, it's interesting because I've been doing this work for a long time, and, and after 9-11, I moved back to New York City, and for 10 years I went into the homes of people that had lost someone in the Trade Center. Mm. And the, mm-hmm. every time I went in for the first time, during my first visit, it was pretty overwhelming. And they would tell yeah. me their stories, and everybody would be in tears, and... While, you know, I would be moved to tears as well. And I was never moved to tears so much where the families had to take care of me. I was just moved to tears to the point where the families would say, Heidi, thank you for caring enough yep. to show your yep. emotions. Yeah, we connect up that way. It's, 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 you know, for counseling or for doing grief work and things, it really is the, what makes that so powerful and, and effective is when we become human with one another, and there's mm-hmm. there's connections across that way, and and uh, there still needs to be you know a a, a bit of a gap there, uh, you know, so that we're not intermingled. But it is it is what makes that uh, that work if we are human with one another, and and if you're not crying in situations like that, hearing these people's pain and entering into it, then uh, you're you're not uh, you're not getting anywhere with them. Yeah. Yep, I think that's so true. And we have to remember, and for our audience out there who are bereaved, grief is a normal reaction to an event. 
I mean, it is, uh, you know, it is normal. And so it's interesting to think about treating normal people, (laughs) you know. And I think really uh, what we do most with them and what you could ask your grief counselor to do with you is to walk the walk with you. Um, mm-hmm. So, Galen, can you talk a little bit about uh, the death of your mother? One of the things that we have found um, on our website is our number one search is for parent loss, adults looking for help with parent loss, which we were, you know, kind of taken back by, but it only makes good sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, my mom, uh, on January 30th of this year, will be the first anniversary of my mom's death. Um, wow. And it was... Um, uh, it was um, uh, kind of a long, drawn-out death. Mom um, suffered from dementia, and I was uh, um, not her direct caregiver, but uh, the family member that was here uh, caring for her and taking her to the doctor and being with her and then sitting at the bedside for those last five days as, as she um, slipped into unconsciousness, and, and we did that, that wait, you know. Um, and uh, it's it's been an interesting an, an interesting year um, because it pops up in so many different ways and places. Um, you know, I was doing a grief seminar. Um, I do I do those as part of my my work here, um, and was happened to mention that my mom had died and was going on with things. And the woman at the end of the of the grief seminar said, "Well, why are you so much better than me?" Uh, you seem to be handling your grief so much better than me, and I said, "Look, we're just we're just different. We're just different." Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting experience being a grief professional, where you have to talk about this and be with grieving people when you have your own. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, uh, grief is like Velcro, and it, it sort of somebody else's attaches to ours and pulls it out of us. Um, and we really just have to have to remain have to remain professional with that, and and, and keep that uh, that bit of that distance and that boundary there. Were you surprised, um, even though your mother was older, that your reaction to having a parent die? Well, that's an interesting question because I'm, I, I I think I'm still obviously processing that and 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 all. Um, um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's still just kind of hanging around with within me um, because um, there are there are days that it really just clamps in on me and is the glasses through which I look at at the whole of my day. Um, you know, uh, my mom died. I have a, a, a picture of her on my on my desk that um, uh, you know catches my eye every once in a while and. And it pulls me back into that sometimes when I'm having a good day. It's it's it is just like you were saying earlier, this normal natural experience. But that I bounce around in between, and and um, um, it's still just in the, in the work of being processed. And I want to say to people who are listening, this has been a year. So for folks who've just lost their parents, um, you know, it is a, a processing time, and and the things uh, that that you miss. You know, um, Mark Twain uh, said he lost some children, and he said that losing family members is like having your house burned down and not knowing what tools you need until you need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's right. Well, I'm thinking, and Galen's saying that he's still kind of processing it, and, 
you know, I'm thinking both for you, Mom, and for Galen, and you both lost parents. It must be really strange to go through your entire life with your parent, with your mother, and then all of a sudden not have her on the earth. Absolutely. You know, um, when when my dad died several years ago, I was talking with my aunt, and she was a few years younger than, than my dad, and she said, you know, I don't know of a world without my brother Bob. Mm-hmm. And that that comment keeps coming back to me um, uh, as I try to sort of, you know, filter all that and, and, and work through that. Um, I still haven't, you know, for, my, for myself, I still haven't uh, um, decided on that word orphan yet. And technically I am, you know, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but, it's, um, but it, it holds such baggage and such extra um, elements to it that, you know, almost each piece of that has to be brought out and, and, and dealt with and struggled with and, and on. Some of, you know, some parts of that is, are, are pretty easy. I mean, I'm not a waif on the street, you know, which is kind of the image sometimes you think about in everything and, mm-hmm. uh, and all. Um, and, and yet, um, you know, I'm, I'm parentless. And, and I, find, I find so many times, particularly now, uh, as I've gone through my mother's stuff and, the, and what is left over of my dad's uh, you know, items and things that I get to deal with and, and, and I'll, that I pull up something and I'll say, boy, I wish, you know, Dad, I'd love to talk to you about that. Mom, I'd love to, I'd love to talk to you about that. You know, how come, how come I didn't think about that beforehand? How come you didn't tell me that? You know, and I find myself with my own children, of which I've got three, wanting to grab them and say, okay, sit down, let me tell you my life, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to, 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 to try to fill in some of those gaps that I'm really feeling, that I'm really running into and, and experiencing, you know, find old pictures of my mom with somebody and some old letters to this, uh, to this guy, and it's like, wait a minute, you know, what would my life have been if, if uh, you know, mom had married him instead of dad, and, and those kinds of things really... Get you to think. So, Galen, yeah. I know that you work with a lot of people that are very newly bereaved. I mean, mm-hmm. within yep. days. And what I'm wondering yep. is, for those people out there that are listening right now that are very newly bereaved, are there any coping skills you can give them or tips you can give them right now just to get through the next painful day or two that they may be going through? Yeah, the first, the first thing I would say is just to, to recognize and honor what kind and how great of a loss that you've experienced. We want to push through that. We want to, uh, you know, we, society expects other things of us. Three days off of bereavement leave, we're supposed to go back to work or back into the, the normal uh, atmosphere, and it's not normal for us. And, and to give ourselves permission to not be, if you will, what we were before our loved one died, that sense of normalcy that we had with that. Um, I think that is a, a real key, just recognizing the great depth of the loss. And then, you know, as those days and go on and as they stretch into weeks and some of the, the different emotions begin to come out and you begin to really um, uh, have to, to address some of the compromised situations that, that you can oftentimes feel, um, to be with that. Let it be what it is. Honor again and, and, and state and name what it is. I'm angry. I'm I'm sad, I'm, I'm empty, I'm feeling helpless, I'm feeling like a child again, uh, like I was lost at the store. Yeah, that's a part of it, you know. And just give yourself permission to be that way. 
because when you do, then you can, yeah, then you can, then you can uh, can be a part of it and uh, and, and and get some and get some uh, a little bit of control over. It. Well, Galen, we want to thank you so much for being on the show today and for all the work you're doing and the people who are in Southern California in the LA area. Uh, fabulous thing to go up to Forest Lawn, and maybe you'll meet Galen up there. And Galen, we will see yeah. you at ADAC, Association of Death Educators, yes, ma'am. in uh, a few months. And thanks a lot for being on the yep, show. Yep, just got registered the other day. <laughs> all right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> thanks for Galen, being on the show. Galen, thank you for all the work you're doing. It's so important, and you're such a great fit for this job because you are such a genuine person. Before the show, I was just saying Galen is a sweetheart. You really are meant for this work, so thank you for all the lives you're touching. Well, thank you very much, and it's, it's a pleasure to be here today. Thanks for listening to our show today, and God bless. You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.